0: The format for this conference is simple. I'll introduce the president, Father Lincoln. We'll introduce Martin. Afterwards, Martin will take questions from the podium. And we'll ask two of our interns to pass out microphones. And we ask you to introduce yourself in your affiliation. as the conference is being live streamed. And then afterwards, Martin will take one on one interviews, probably right here in the front. And we have plenty of time reserved for that. So. On behalf of BC, welcome, and I present to you the president of Boston College, Father William Leahy, of the Society of Jesus. I want to thank you for your presence at this event and for joining one shaped by Jesuit Catholic beliefs and values. I think Martin Jarman administrator in increasingly responsible positions at Michigan State and Ohio State. He appreciates the opportunities and challenges of leading our athletics program. He also works hard, engages easily with people, clearly cares about others, and has great energy and with him today are his wife Jessica, his daughter Scarlett, his parents, and I ask that you join me in welcoming all of them, but especially Martin, to Boston College and the Greater Boston. So, Martin, it's all yours. Good afternoon. Uh, I am excited and humbled to stand before you today. Before I get into a few of my comments, I would like to recognize several people. Let me start by recognizing my beautiful wife, Jessica, and our daughter, Scarlett, who just left. You are my inspiration and my drive, and we are a team, and I thank you both for your love and support. Our parents made the trip up from Raleigh, North Carolina. Virginia and Matt Jarman, thank you uh, for all you have done for me in instilling the values that I saw you both live each and every day. You've been the best role models a son could ask for, so thank you. My father-in-law, Jerry Johnson, and my sister-in-law, Katie Beard, thank you for being here for us and for all of your encouragement. I'd also like to thank one of my college teammates and roommates, Scott Lancaster, for being he is a die-hard UNC fan. But I think that's going to change that, so. <laughs> I'd also like to thank Father Leahy, the Board of Trustees, and university community members, who I got to know during this past month. Also, I would like to thank all of the great people that have touched this athletics program. There are too many to recognize now, but I appreciate all that you have contributed to BC Athletics. And finally, I want to acknowledge Ohio State, and in particular, Gene Smith. His mentorship and friendship has been invaluable to me. Let me share a little bit about my vision for Boston College Athletics. Our goal is twofold, to help develop the academic, athletic, Spiritual and social dimensions of our student athletes, and to win. We have a wonderful opportunity and calling to lead, inspire, and form our young men and women each and every day. It is our shared responsibility as teachers, mentors, and coaches to give our student athletes the best chance to be successful when they leave the heights. My experience as a student athlete and then as an administrator in the Big Ten for the past 15 years, has taught me that the most successful teams have a vision, a shared vision, and they develop themes that support that vision. Three themes that we will emphasize in this athletic program are passion, alignment, and competitive excellence. First, passion. Passion is contagious. It spreads and it is the fuel that builds momentum. We need passion and energy among all our staff and coaches in all that we do. Second is alignment. As an athletics department, university, and the BC community at large, we all must understand our shared goals and the roles each of us play that is required to win. It's easy to be aligned when things are going well, not so much when challenging times occur. We will sometimes experience both, yet we must stay aligned. And finally, competitive excellence. Winning requires vision, preparation, focus, and commitment. Our vision is for consistent, competitive excellence in all that we do. We need to be the most prepared team. We need to be focused on the process. The details do matter. And we need a relentless commitment to what it takes to win. I shared my philosophy and goals for BC Athletics. Now let me share a little bit about who I am. First and foremost, I am a husband and a father. I believe in integrity, humility, and the pursuit of excellence. These are the foundations from which I lead and I will serve. I've been blessed to work with, be around at the very best of the best. And it is for those reasons that I am humbled and honored to serve Boston College as your athletics director. Our university is among the very best in the world. I see opportunity for BC athletics and what we can be. Our shared commitment will bring us to new heights, and I look forward to doing something special together. We will do the work. Go Eagles. Thank you. And I'll take questions. I want to raise your hand, we'll bring the microphone to you. And can you identify yourself and yeah. where you're, who you represent? Thank you. Mark, welcome Tom Black, BC alum. Thanks I like you already, Tom. Mm-hmm. I'm at <laughs> FXT, Boston, 25 News. How, this is be the number one question are gonna get. How do you take what you've learned from big schools like Michigan State and Ohio State that have successful programs in football and basketball and quickly apply them? Great question. Um, it all starts with people, and that's the same no matter where you are. So, first and foremost, I have to get here and I want to learn and understand what we do and who, who I work with, and our coaches, our staff. So, you got to come in and understand and get an appreciation for everything that's going on. Uh, and then, once I learn more, I can, I can start to kind of form my plan and how I can help support. Because at the end of the day, if you're athletic director, That's my job, is to find support, how I can help each of our programs be competitive and win. And so, um, you know, you start with people, um, and and that's where we got to begin. And then as I learn more and I kind of formulate where I can be of help and what we need to invest in and how we need to do things, then I can implement a couple things. Yes, sir. How you doing? DC um, presents uh a unique, it's a unique environment, a unique atmosphere, and a unique set of challenges in the ACC, where it's ultra-competitive, probably as competitive as probably been. How did you weigh, you know, sort of the things that you would have to account uh, as you took the job? You know, I saw opportunity with DC Athletics. First and foremost, it's a high academic institution, and that was very attractive for. You know, it doesn't get any better academically anywhere in the country than Boston College. Second, you're in the ACC. You know, I want to compete against the best, and the ACC is is the top, if not one of the top conferences. I grew up in North Carolina. I grew up following the ACC. I know about the ACC. So that was attractive. And then, once you kind of learn more, um, the investment that, that BC Athletics is, is making with $200 million investment, that was critical. That was huge. That's, that's really um, something that administratively makes an attractive opportunity. So I saw the possibility and what we can be and what we can continue to build. And that was important for me. That's that's why I'm here. Because I, I think um, that, that that we can take this and, and keep going and keep the momentum built build. Hi Chris. Hi Chris Connor here with Cyber Station Radio in Boston. Hi Chris. Let's face at Ohio State. It's, it's a sports Factory. I mean, you guys produce football, basketball, religion over there. You're to the Boston College where there's a more, let's say, roadblocks. You have pro sports teams. You have a big city. How do you plan to raise the money to capital for the new stadiums, new athletic centers, when you're most, almost the fifth game in town here, fortunately? Well, just like I said earlier, it's about people and whether you're raising money – here or whatever university. It's about connecting with people and providing a vision that inspires and people can get behind. And that's what I intend to do. That's why I'm here, because I see what this can be, and, and I see the vision, and I'm, I'm hoping that as I get here and learn more, I can have a better understanding of what we need and what we need to do to, to move forward. But um, again, I have a process. I'm a process guy. I put my head down, and I, and I, and I work the details, and I work the plan. And then I and I put my head up, and hopefully that's when you see the results. So again, it doesn't really matter to me where you are. It's it's about people. It's about connecting with people and understanding where we're trying to go and who we're trying to be, and um, and that's a process, and we'll work that. Hi Mike, I'm Rich Thompson, Boston Herald. You kind of answered Hi, a little bit, but just talk about what is your transition plan right now? Uh, so great question. So right now I'm going to be um, at Ohio State through uh, June first or second, whatever that Friday is. Um, we're going to try to move. I'm on a couple national committees that I have some things that I have to do. So I'll probably start officially um, at BC probably mid-June. Uh, but as you know, when things like this happen, you're, you're already on. So I've had some, some great conversations with some of our alumni and, and, and supporters and uh, professional players, and, and uh, it, it's, it's been good. So even though I don't officially start till mid-June, uh, this, this game on right now, and I can't wait to start. Martin, Trey Davis from WHCH here in Boston. Hi, Trey. It's um, kind of was alluded to a little bit ago. The big just lacks a little bit of a buzz in the grand scheme of, of the Boston sports landscape. Why do you feel that is, and, and how do you feel to change it? Changes? Well, I've, I've only been, this is my third time in Boston, so I don't know. I have to get here and learn a little more. Um, obviously, <laughs> pro sports here in Boston are, are winning, and, and that's and that's great. Um, but there are also regular sports fans, too, and so I think you got to understand landscape and how do we capture that sports fan and, and put a product on a field that everybody wants to see and be a part of. So I have to learn a little more but I, I know that, that, that we can do that. Hi, Jim Burrell SB Nation. Hello, hey Joe. Uh, so quick question we come from Ohio State and Michigan State. Uh, obviously the revenue sports are great there. But they both have you know pretty thoroughly successful athletic programs throughout, you know, at Olympic sports and things like that. How do you strike that balance because, you know, the revenue sports do drive the bus, so to speak, but you want to have a complete uh, athletic program. What's kind of your philosophy on that? Well, just like I said earlier, um, we're about competitive excellence. We want all of our 31 programs to be competitive at high levels. So I think that's across the board. That doesn't change. Obviously, with those revenue sports, there's more... A spotlight on them and you do need them uh, from a revenue standpoint to, to really do well. So that's something we focus on. Um, again, but I, I, I want our whole athletic program to be competitive and, and understand what we're trying to accomplish. So to me, you just you just put your head down and you do the work and you work the process, understanding that there are some that get more attention, there's some that, that you, you have a little more focus on and how we can help them be successful. And so you, you, you gotta pay attention to both. Oh, yeah. uh, I talked to James Smith uh, the other day, and he we was talking hear me now. Yes. I was talking to James Smith the other day, and he was talking about, obviously, was here 37, you know, bride. Um, he was saying that he was 29 when he was AD originally. I'm curious what those conversations were like as far as, you know, being young, uh, a young person in this particular Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, professionally, in my professional career, I've always been young. You know, that's something that, that people don't know. You know, I, I was maybe an assistant AD in State of 26, one of the youngest in the country. So I've, I've always been young. To me, that doesn't matter. It's, it's about people. It's about respect. It's about trust. And that's what I work hard to build, that people understand that I'm here to help them. Um, Gene has been great. You know, he talked to me a lot about just be yourself. You know, uh, don't try to be someone you're not. And, uh, and don't get too frustrated because you have frustrations in this job. Uh, just like we all do but understand that you work your plan and you work the process <laughs> and you move forward so he's been very good about you know just kind of sticking to the plan and, and uh, being yourself um martin mike Petrali, yes. com. Hi Mike. good afternoon uh, you mentioned challenges what are one or two of the biggest challenges you've considered that you'll be facing in the first couple of months that you begin? Well the biggest challenge is just transition for me and my family personally. That's you know, I, I think I've got to learn. I don't I don't know a lot right now and, and I've gotta learn a lot and get on up to speed as soon as possible. So the biggest challenge is really learning uh, the team that I'm working with, the coaches, understanding what our challenges are for the coaches. So so and we have a lot of coaches and I'm still not here yet. So that's the biggest challenge right now is just Accelerating that process of learning and understanding and assessing, so then I can move forward and, and we can work. That's probably the biggest challenge. Coming back to me, Tom. Tom. BC grad. I'm gonna ask you for money, Tom. Too. I, <laughs> yes. If we all know that we need to drive for popularity and teams and give more fans in the seats, but. Based on what you've experienced, what are the components of a, a really good game day experience that you think have to happen here at BC to get the alumni to get back to the scene and supporting them? The game day experience, you have to envision the customer from their home to when they get to Conte or alumni. You, you have to see the whole process and understand what the challenges are that they're going to go through. So it has to be from when I leave, is it traffic, how do I navigate? Uh, When I park, where is parking? Parking usually is a challenge. You have to think through that. So every component of the game day experience starts when when our customers, our fans are at home. So we have to think through how do we make it easy for them to come? How do we make it easy for them to come and engage with us? And so that's something that I will evaluate. I'm I'm very hands-on when it comes to the customer experience. Um, And and so you have to think about it in a totality, not just when they arrive at the stadium or they're going to their game. How do we make it easy for them to engage? How do we make it easy for them to, to purchase what they want to purchase? So you have to look at all those components of the, of the game they experience. And then once they're there, then we have to look at our audience. You know, and, and we're unique because we have a lot of different constituents. You have students that come to games. You have alumni that come to the games. You have friends of the program that come to games. So we have to find that right balance and mix to, to entertain and attract all of those different groups. Um, and it can be done, but you have to really be intentional with that experience and how you approach it. Uh, Martin, Michael Sullivan with the Heights. Um, Michael. Uh, Martin, you mentioned you were really excited about uh, the facilities and the all the new construction company. What are you excited about those plans, and where do you see uh, improvement in BC facilities going forward? What was exciting is two hundred million dollars.
1: You know, thank you, Father. That's very exciting.
0: Um, I have not looked at the plan specifically. I'm going to get into that actually. That's um, that's one of the first things that I'm going to try to get sent to me so I can kind of learn what's going on. But anytime you see a commitment and an investment, um, it's exciting. You know, and, and that's a new day, a new experience for our student athletes. At the end of the day. That's why we're here, is for our student athletes and put them in the best position to be successful. And so, anytime you impact their learning environment, because that's where our student athletes learn, right? That's where they grow, that's where they develop, that's where our coaches teach. Anytime that you improve that, it's, it's great because it improves that experience. So, that's exciting, and I'm, I'm, that was one of the biggest things that I was excited about. I'm Mark Chris Connigan here with Cyber Station Radio. Well, both women's and men's basketball programs haven't had a winning season since almost 2010. They've usually been forgotten on Boston College. There, there might be coaching changes. You've never had to hire a fire coach. You have people in mind already. I mean, I know you're, it's a transition process. You said but I'm guessing there are already people that you're looking at me from the outside to bring in to maybe help these athletic women. I stand before you today with no particular plan for any kind of program. I, I'm just here today to to tell you how excited I am to, to to join Boston College athletics and really get in and learn where I can help. So I I, I have not thought about that at all. Um, and then as far as me ever ever hiring or firing, I have done that. You just you just don't know that, but I have. So, um, uh, but that's not something that you typically put on a resume. So um, it's not. You know, so but but. I don't have any plans for anything. I'm just excited to get here and, and, and see how I can support and help. We got time for one more question. Oh, somebody's got to give one more. Hey, Martin. Riley over in Sports Center with the Heights. Um, Hi, Riley. So you were uh, really specialized in football scheduling at Ohio State. Is there any, what's your philosophy of football scheduling? Is there anything you'd like to see different at Boston College? Great question. So I'm going to answer that two ways. One, I don't know the future football schedules for Boston College right now, so I can't speak to what I would do or I'm going to do. Um, I think philosophically when it comes to football scheduling, it depends on where you are and where your program is. Um, in my cur- current job right now, Ohio State, there's, you know, there's a scheduling philosophy to where you want to compete and have a chance at the end of the year uh, to, to play for a national championship. Um, and so you, you kind of schedule a top 10 type opponent, a top 30, and then you kind of look for that third one. And uh, the Big 10 has nine conference games. Uh, so philosophically, that's, that's the approach. Um, I think also, too, philosophically, from scheduling, you have to establish winning, right? Because our, our kids want, you know, you recruit winning programs. So you have to schedule in a way and find that balance between offering attractive opponents to come where you are, but also scheduling in a way that we have a chance to be successful, so we can get to a bowl game, so we can have that winning culture. So I think there's a balance based on where you are and where the program is. But that's we will be looking at that, and that's kind of philosophically where I am with scheduling. Martin, uh, Mike Galtieri Lights Gamer Sports. Hey, uh, nice to meet you. Um, just talk about what you were like growing up. What did you think of BC? What did you know about BC coming from North Carolina? Yeah, you know, I um, I remember BC, obviously, when the, the, the 84 team, I, I was probably five years old, so I, I don't I don't really didn't know that. But I can remember Craig Smith and I can remember Jared Dudley. I remember those basketball teams. Um And that was really exciting. Um, I I can remember football-wise, obviously, Matt Ryan, 07, number two. I remember very you know, quite fondly that period of time, but um, that's really what my my experience has been as far as remembering BC athletics, and, you know, I always was struck with how hard they played, you know, I I love, it's just that toughness, that Craig Smith, that toughness, I always admired that from afar, and um, that's what I, that's what I remember. Thank you. Martin, your name flew under the radar, really, in this whole process until the very end. When did this connection uh, between you and BC start throughout this whole process, and I'm not you all you right. know, I, I can't remember exactly when you know the first call I got from the the search firm. It was probably sometime in March. I don't exactly remember when, um, but it was it was something that was kind of evolving and developing. Uh, it, it was not something that you know last minute or I was always involved. But but there was a mutual getting to know each other um, that was going on, and I needed to learn more. You know, like I, like I said, I. I had a great job at Ohio State and, and was, was very happy, so I wasn't really looking to leave. And the more I learned about Boston College and the opportunity and what's going on, this momentum, this period, I was like, I, I, I need to be a part of that. I want to be a part of that. I want to lead and, and be the difference maker I think I can be for Boston College. So that was what was attractive. But it was a, it was a mutual kind of getting to know each other over you know, the last probably four or five weeks.